when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. What's good, Internet? It is Friday, September 8th, 2017, and you are listening to Waypoint Radio. I'm Austin Walker. I'm live. I'm alive. I'm alive. That's it. That's all I got. That's the end of the, the end of my intro today. I'm alive. Somehow I survived PAX. If you visited us out at PAX, that was great. It was rad to see so many fans. Uh, it was so great to shake hands and talk to you about things. A lot of people talk to me about Destiny, which is a good thing because we're going to talk about Destiny in a moment. But first, welcome to the show, Abby Russell, live Hi. also in the studio in Lobby One. Yes, wow. I'm very excited to be here. A little nervous. I don't feel like I'm articulate enough for your podcast. Uh, you've not listened to our podcast. <laughs> also, you <laughs> clearly stole Austin's A-game. So. <laughs> oh, fuck. Also joining me, Rob Zachney from Boston. Hey, what's up? I don't know. What's up? What's up with you? God, Austin, Jesus, you're like is face that, planting. Is that every... how I'm supposed to respond to this? Yeah. I'm just getting all the bad stuff out of the way up front. That way, okay. when it's time to dig in, I'm very excited to talk about Destiny. I have thoughts. So I'm just trying to stumble my way through this intro. Patrick Klepek from Chicago. I, I, I actually think I might still be in a Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I know it would make this podcast better. Some Bahama Mamas. Hell yeah. Uh, a couple of BMs yeah. up in here. God, you can't call BMs. them BMs. I'm always down for a BM. <laughs> we cannot call them BMs. Dude, I had look. like three BMs in that Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> just like out in the open. Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know what? Sometimes you just got to feel it. You want to BM with your friends. It's one of the great crimes of my life that I was was inflicted upon me was the discovery that we were going to that Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> that I had already spent six hours drinking in prior. I don't I don't know what Dan revealed at uh, the Giant Bomb panel in terms of like the setup for all of that. But well, I did went... you see that he got a fucking like yeah, a, Jeff yeah. texted it to me after they bought it, and then uh, Dan... They didn't buy it. He didn't buy he didn't it. Buy they it. gave it to him. <laughs> they gave <laughs> him. They made him a name tag so okay. he could be... All right, we should actually... If there's I an know. audience here who maybe doesn't know this, briefly, uh-huh. we spent a lot of time in the Buffalo Wild mm-hmm. Wings, but not as much as Dan Reichert from Giant uh-huh. Bomb did. Uh, he spent enough time there that he asked them for a shirt. He asked them for one of their the work shirts. The next day, the day after. Oh, my God. He went well, back. so I, it, we, I went there of my uh, own accord to meet someone for lunch, and then... Uh, I'm I'm sitting there and I get a text message out of nowhere that just says, "Order the honey barbecue wings." <laughs> and they I'm were like, very what? good. I should have gotten those. <laughs> I love like, that insider what? knowledge. <laughs> if you go to B Dubs, you and, just gotta order the honey barbecue. <laughs> The pro move. It, it was it was a bad advice for me. I only order buffalo. Like when I get wings, like I'm a strict uh, 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 buffalo originalist, uh, in which I I don't disparage others for their other flavors of sure. hot wing. But I only eat uh, the buffalo, and so it's it says I mean, it's got to have a code. <laughs> yeah, I do, and uh, I it says this from Dan. I was like, why? Would he text me that? And it dawns upon me that he is just must be texting me from somewhere in this Buffalo Wild Wings or saw me walk in there. And then I look over the corner and just 
that I am I, I am the saddest man in the world. The most hungover <laughs> Dan Reichert is just eating there, attempting to shovel the buffalo wings into his into his mouth, into his gullet. I think would actually be more like an accurate description of what he was trying to do. <laughs> and then he came over to our table. We I drank there until our panel, and then. You, you somehow you all made the decision that we had to go back there, and so, so I did. Mm-hmm. The my the greatest bit of joy that I had at PAX, I had a lot of a lot of joy. We saw mm-hmm. the movie when we did a bunch yes, of stuff. Yes, very good. Talking about this, uh, but was during the giant bomb panel when Jeff Dan was telling the story. And the second half of the story is that later that night, our group would just mm-hmm. go to Buffalo Wild Wings. And at one point, we were like, "What if we just texted Dan?" I was like, "Ha ha ha! You should come meet me at Buffalo Wild Wings." And when Dan told that story, he was like, "And then I got this text from Austin, who didn't know <laughs> he that had I'd been no there." Idea. And Jeff Gerson is like, "Is like." Uh, did you, you you didn't know about that? And I was like, I super knew about it from the crowd. <laughs> and Jeff just, it was deep laughs. those deep, real, true laughs at the fact that I totally played Dan Reichert and got him it to was come back fun. to a, a I couldn't B-dubs. I couldn't believe he came back, but also I absolutely could believe oh, it. 100%. Yes. We're, but that's all behind us now. We don't live in the Buffalo Wild Wings no, anymore. No, unfortunately not. In outer, all the, the, the cabal came and destroyed all of the world's Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> They stole our light, mm-hmm. which is which is one of the which better flavors. Our, our, the speaker yeah, was like, BM. "Gall, Gall, order the honey barbecue for the traveler." <laughs> um, and uh, and we've been playing Destiny, so I think that's probably what we're going to talk about today. Mm-hmm. I think we've all been playing it. Who who's played the most at this point? Sounds Rob? like Rob's at the end yeah. of the single player. How's that going? Uh, uh, it's going really really well. I press ganged uh, my partner into bumping the thumbstick. Every few minutes to keep me from getting logged out while we record this podcast. Oh, good. Because okay. uh, yeah, I am like uh, I I am rescue. I'm on a mission that says rescue the traveler. Wow. Uh, so I assume that at the end of that mission, oh. I will have rescued the traveler. I've heard that game end strong, which is exciting that because is the last one didn't. Uh, or out of the last, I don't one, even remember. Well, well if we're talking about year one. It didn't yeah, end. We're talking about it year just, one. It just stopped. You go to the Black Garden or whatever, and that place is pretty, and it's like, oh, wow, this is really pretty. And then you'd leave, and then someone's like, here's right. a gun, and then you get a gun the end. Right. And I hope this one's better. Uh, so far, in general, all of that stuff has been really fun and good. Yes. I've been having a very good time. What um what classes are is everybody playing? This is my current preoccupation with this game, is class selection. I am a titan, which was is what I did through all of Destiny 1, uh, but I did make a couple other characters. I made, like, a cowboy hunter, and then, like, this cool-ass like wizard woman um but i've mostly just been playing as the titan how is that working out because that's what i've switched to i gave up on hunter and switched to. oh titan. really so, um i mean i like it it's not that much different than it was before um i have like a cool little shield i like the power up better because before i would like just have to stomp guys it was sort of like this big ground pound oh, and if right, i like right. missed it or if like people were out of the way then it was like well i wasted it whereas now i can like kind of shoulder bash all these dudes right all and right, it's so much better titan Mm-hmm. Patrick, you are you still playing as your warlock? What did what did you 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 wrote a warlock, right? Yeah, I was a I was a warlock in, in Destiny One and uh, decided to carry that over into two. I think my I think my current plan is to like I would like to switch up the class just for like variety's sake, and I think I might try the hunter, but I think I'm gonna wait till the PC version comes That's out because there's, there's not a world where I can like I'm gonna play through this twice and like invest forty hours each so I can like, I'm just yeah. I don't have the time for something like that, but. Uh, like the warlock who I'm already familiar with, and now there's some variety and like changes to the classes, like is enough to get me through Destiny 2. And then when the PC version comes out, like I think then I'll 
maybe have, have enough canonical ex- decision yeah. over what what Space Patrick Klepek is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Space. Oh, I want. I I don't know if Space Patrick Klepek gets uh, carded for seeing an R-rated movie when he's 32 and a dad and has a mortgage. But I'm I'm looking forward to find what out. What did you get carded seeing? It. Oh, oh really? They wanted to just. They were like, "Yeah, you sure, buddy? You sure you're ready for this bullshit? You ready to be scared?" <laughs> and then. <laughs> and I had to yell across the theater to get my ID from my wife because she was currently using it to get me a beer. So I had to. <laughs> I had to like, like I, I don't have my. I, I like, I would look like this asshole. I'm like, I don't have my ID. Like my wife has my ID. She's using it to get a beverage. And like at that point, I, my my story oh, my looked wife, very scary. The mother of my child who has a mortgage <laughs> with me. That or I looked very sketchy and was like trying to get myself out of the situation. Like, oh no, I'm definitely old enough to go see it. I need to go get my ID from my wife who's getting me a beer. She lives in Canada. You probably haven't met her. <laughs> you should get that facial hair back. It made you look older. I don't know. Oh. It's 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 mixed. The the reaction to the I I shaved it because I had a sudden uh, fear that I would regret it and I would have all these photos of me and my daughter that will live on for eternity. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know how I don't, I hadn't made concrete enough decisions about the facial hair to have them enshrined in photos that will like hang in my house for as long as I live. Hmm. Awesome. I'm, I'm surprised you got ID. I I have bought child tickets to R-rated films a number of times and no one has Wait, batted an eye. Tickets. Like, it's a ticket, it's like <laughs> oh, the ticket, child the price. Tickets? <laughs> for just for yourself. Uh-huh, for like an R-rated And you just movie. walk in. Uh-huh, and then they're like, theater 10. 12-year-old. Uh-huh. <laughs> Go ahead in. Can't wait for you to see it's Annabelle nice. Origins. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, uh, Rob, what about you? What are you playing as? I am predominantly an Ark Strider hunter. Okay. That's uh, fun. Yeah, you get to punch people a lot. Like that is what that class is. It's just like just knock a fool out and then do a dodge and then knock somebody else out. That's what I'm kind of digging. Is it's this really kinetic playstyle where you're kind of pinballing mm-hmm. around the uh, you know around each sort of encounter space, and you got to keep up that rhythm because if you knock if you knock a guy out, you get like a boost to your regeneration, so you're more resilient. So you can sort of sustain the fight longer. Yeah. And you can just chain that together kind of endlessly. And if your aim is good and you time it all right, yeah. uh, it feels really good well, you when, can do when that you work an encounter that way. Depending on what other skills you have, you can like knock somebody out and then do a dodge roll, which recharges your melee attack. And then knock somebody out and then oh. do a dodge roll. Uh, and it says that when you with a certain skill like set... It recharges your dodge roll whenever you kill somebody with a punch. So you just like link those together over and over again. I You're just, want like, that. Punching, like rando rando guys away, which is really cool. Yeah. The only thing I don't know. Uh, I'm so I have fifteen. I'm level fifteen in two different classes now. And if I had just committed, I would have beaten this game by now. <laughs> but I'm thinking of starting a third character instead. I feel like I have a that's sickness. how you play Destiny. Like that's I how I play right. Destiny One. That's I plan to do that for this game. Is I mean, like, I'll probably have yeah. one character. Like I'll probably finish it with my Titan and then go back and like pick stuff up here and there with the other guys. Yeah. But I feel like that's, uh, that's yeah. How maybe you play. it's a good sign. Like the fact that I'm treating it as like, oh, this is yeah. the way I want to make sure I'm playing the yeah, character totally. I want to play. Like the true whatever the the one is for me like maybe that that suggests that I'm already convinced that I want to keep playing this game for quite some time. What what's everyone's impression generally at this point after various amounts of, of hours in it? Like how's it stack up to the first one? Um, I'm enjoying it. I definitely I don't know. I'm having fun. I I think last night I played with people like the second or third night I, I did it, but I think last night we really played for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, me, and Danica played. And, like, that felt like, oh, cool, it's Destiny again. Like, I'm playing with my friends, and that was nice. I will say it is a little bit frustrating 
because Danica was the one who had to like pick. She was our team leader oh, because true, true, true. she was the lowest level. Um, but she also is the one with the, le- the least amount of experience. So it's very hard to be like, okay, go into the map and then up click this thing yeah. and then click this thing. So you don't want to feel like an asshole where right. you're just like, hey, uh, just send me a fucking picture of your screen. Right. Hey, just, you know what? <laughs> Sit still. I'll be right there. I'm going to come right. over to your apartment and I'm just going <laughs> to pick this fucking mission for us. And there's no way for you as like the other people in the mission right. to or in the t- fire team to like pick what mission to go to next. Yeah, It'd be like, cool if you could suggest or like yeah. like, set, like like be able to like slide over to like send either not necessarily the team voting although that might be interesting but like yeah. if like you're next to a, a public event or whatever like something that you want to trigger for the team that maybe even if you can't be the decider on it you can essentially like send the request over to the fire team leader and then they can decide whether that is then accepted on the part of or even the team. see what the other person's map is right because there right. were definitely times when it was like Danica's like I don't have that on my map and me and Abby were like yes you definitely fucking do somewhere <laughs> and she was right she yes. didn't have it on the map she but we just like couldn't figure out where she was supposed totally. to go or to put a waypoint down on the map right. somewhere that you oh hey this is where we should yeah, go totally. that would also help quite a lot yeah I also just wish that you could just select like a later level for a low level character like who cares yeah totally um, what well, I guess you're right. You can't because it says straight up like, oh, this right. player can't. Like do if they this haven't gotten there in the story, I, we you can't do it. I, I get why, but it's yeah, just, I think I it suggests something about how they see their own game, which right. is like. So I just made it to, and Rob, you can tell me if I'm right or wrong here, but I think I finished the second act of this game, really broadly with no real spoilers. Act one is like, oh shit, everything's bad, uh, and like you have to get to a place where you can try to do anything. And act two is like, oh, I should start to pull these threads together and try to like get back on our feet. And then I've gotten back on our feet, and the way I know that is it unlocked strikes and patrols and daily challenges. And, like, Mm. um, it feels like this is when the game actually is beginning. Well, so here's the weird thing, though. Uh, So I hit that point, too. So there's a a moment right at the uh, bridge between the second and third act where it's like, go talk to uh, Zavala, Cade, Ikora, and you can unlock uh, the familiar game modes. And so then I started, like, just sort of, trying to patrol, but, like, no patrol events ever dropped. Oh, really? Uh, and Wait, did Cade you do had... the mission? Cade gives you a mission that's like, go set up a patrol route or whatever. No, yeah, Cade tells you, yeah, Cade tells you that, but then, like, nothing highlighted on my map. Okay, um, this might just be that the problem, Rob, is that the map, so, the map is really cool. It's cool to have a map in this game. Yeah, it is. But where I'm at now, my map is just filled with shit, and it can be kind of hard to decipher what is worth doing. There is a mission that Cade gives you, Rob, on Earth that you have to go do before things the, the patrols start populating on the planet. And it's just like, in the mess of Earth's map, there's one little green point. If you go there first, you do a mission that then gives you everything else. Okay, yeah, because I, I went to the European Dead Zone, and yep. I was like, okay, there should be something, right? And yep. I don't even think there was, like, a green mission marker. All I had were the adventures. Yeah, there's definitely, uh, or at least for me, there. who knows, maybe bugged out or maybe it's not showing up for the right for some reason, but, like, there was a green mark through you go and, like, so oh, yeah, did you do, like, happens. a patrol? No, I didn't do it because I was like, oh, okay. this is a lot and it's 3 a.m. I'm going to go to bed instead. I <laughs> get up and do a stream and a podcast. Um, but it feels like, oh, this is the game. Like, I spent a lot of time in this game already. Even, even ignore the fact that I restarted a character. Um, I put a lot of time already in just this one character. And it's weird to be like, oh, I'm pretty far into the game. And only now does it feel like this is what Destiny is going to be. This is what the majority of my Destiny time is going to be. It's like clearing out the map. There's a ton of little hidden areas that you can see marked in the map. Um, there's tons of little chests 
quests and like public events and side quest adventures and it's like way more adventures than I thought there would be on my map at this point, which is cool because it means like it, adventures I'm, are like a specific type of side yes. quest, right? Sorry, yeah. Do you want to explain that, Patrick? Well, those are the sort of the first asking? ones you unlock, right? I'm both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'm those. <laughs> Uh, those I, I'm, adventures are the, like the first set of side quests that are unlocked as yes. you're going through the game. They're like the little uh, red icons that appear. Yeah. Like basically, in the first half of the game, you get access to public events and you get access to a handful of side missions that are like interesting enough, but are mostly kind of there to like get your equipment level up so you can yeah, like keep yeah, yeah. going through the story. They're like, like the, what, they're like a step above what patrols were in the first game, which were just like go kill these twelve enemies or go find this right. one enemy. Or yeah, there's actual like, scripted sort of events yeah. that are are like the, the developers went in and handcrafted like set pieces that may take you through some things you've already been to, but feel different enough that you don't feel like it's just go shoot six guys. Even like ones that are uh, ah they're stealing pipes from to this place like <laughs> right, you gotta right. sh- you gotta shoot some thieves like the one like interesting trick there is like well there's a specific you're not just shooting all the enemies there's a specific right. enemy type that acts a certain way like a thief uh that <laughs> that you have to shoot in order to collect those <laughs> and that's at least like ghost does say like that one's definitely moving like a thief that's what a thief <laughs> looks like it's like it's, like, it's pretty funny <laughs> i laughed that was the, that might have been the hardest i laughed in the game because it was a it was a deliberately sort of like meta humor that was like th- th- i'm fine with that like break yeah. the wall in like a weird way and th- those those missions are like fun for solo and yeah. uh i i again like i haven't unlocked the sort of uh, second half stuff that uh, everyone else has but I-, I find that stuff to be really encouraging as a someone that will probably 75 percent play solo and then 25 yeah. percent play with others like the big question for destiny 2 for me was is it going to make that 75 percent more satisfying than it was pre-Taken King, and so far the answer is yes, and I haven't even unlocked a lot of the other stuff. Like, it's still a loot treadmill, it is still not a Halo game, like, in the sense of, like, what people expect from, like, a Halo campaign scripted single-player thing, like, but that's because Destiny never was going to be that, and Destiny 2, like, doubles down on we're not going to be that, but it, but I think it does make the single-player treadmill and the single-player experience for a lot of people that may have felt disappointed about that in original vanilla Destiny and never came back. I think there's a lot more for Destiny 2 to offer. It's a lot more structured in a way that uh, is enjoyable. Like the one quality of life improvement that I like the most so far is the way it handles public events, which is that uh, once they're triggered, you have permanently on your screen a countdown until the actual event begins. Yeah. So you so you can you can acknowledge you're going to participate or kick it off, and you can mark it on your map. But I was doing other side quest stuff you know, collecting uh, uh, chests and just participating in the world rather than just waiting there for five minutes. Right. And it's because the game, uh, uh, you know, gives you an acknowledgement that, hey, here are some other things for... You've got this thing that's coming up in five minutes. Go do some other shit for five minutes. Like, it's just... That makes your time efficiency in the game a lot more credible and interesting in a that way that doesn't... That feels like it's re- recognition of the fact that human beings play this game. Mm-hmm. Like... It's like, oh, no, we fucking get it. You have other shit to do. You want to go check Twitter for five minutes? That's how long you have. Go check Twitter. (laughs) Go run to the bathroom. You got time. Like, here's what you got. And I I really appreciate that given, like, what this game is, you know? Um, I actually have a question for you, though, Rob, which is you're the furthest into this. And I'm, based on stuff that I've seen through side quests or through, through main mission stuff, I have seen shades of it being more like a traditional Halo game here or there. Um, there are like a, here's a vehicle segment that's not necessarily a good vehicle segment, but there's real a long. Segment. 
Um, wait, is there another really long vehicle segment coming up? Oh, man. So basically, if that first vehicle you encounter is oddly tank-like, but yeah. you're like, hey, where's the gun on this thing? Yeah, that's that's because what I said. There's an identical vehicle later on, but with a gun. Okay. And first you're like, cool, I'm in a tank. And then, and then Destiny 2 is like, man, I'll bet people are going to love this fucking tank. <laughs> I'll bet people can't get enough of this tank. The, the tank is our Poochie. Uh, and, <laughs> <laughs> so like that's Rob, kind of Rob. how that sequence goes. Hot Simpsons reference from Rob Zachney. So what happens to Poochie? Uh, Poochie hits a wall that can't, like, sort of a door it can't get through, and then you, <laughs> it, it, sort of, it's a, it's a very ironic and knowing reversal of the Poochie situation. Gotcha. You have to go, okay. your planet needs you, and <laughs> okay. Poochie is left behind. Ah, oh, poor Poochie. Um, but, but, like, where does it, where is it checking out in general for you in terms of it being a big single player camp, story campaign? Um... As a Boy, lore, I, as the lore master of Destiny. Oh no! Oh no! Uh, my thoughts are all over the map because, like Destiny, I, I think to an extent it's really easy to be sort of unfair about what Destiny is because it feels like it could be so many other things if it just like kind of mm. wanted to or took an interest. But like that's not what that you know that's kind of not what it is. That's not what it's trying to be. Uh, so. I think in some ways they've done they've done a much better job of creating a narrative campaign. There's a lot of those great. It is very Halo like. There's a lot of great like awe inspiring vistas that you encounter, and then all hell breaks loose. Uh, there's some great set pieces like in this in this last act. There's sort of a moment where uh, you know you return to you know it's a it's a very mild spoiler. You return to the city and. There's a bunch of other guardians in there. It's it's not like an open world area, but it's being populated by other guardians. And so for like about ten minutes, it feels like you're part of this amazing like onrushing wave of high level guardians just like ripping through uh, the last city and like tearing apart the cabal. Right. It's really cool. It's the kind of stuff that like Destiny One kind of hinted at, but could really never deliver. No, like Destiny One was mostly a thing I did when I was listening to podcasts and like I got to do something with my hands because there's a podcast on. I can't just sit here. I'm an adult in 2016. Um, I know it's 2017 now. This is a, this has already happened in the past. It's, it's past Austin. It's past Austin. 2016. Austin. It's also he talked like this. <laughs> <laughs> I lost his accent in the last year, but uh, and then the other thing was like I'm playing with my friends. Like this is just like a mm-hmm. thing I'm goofing off with, and I don't need spectacle outside of like rage which were always really cool to see because they always had like little platforming sections or set pieces and it has been nice to see that stuff folded into the main game like we did last night Abby you and me did uh, and and Danica did a mission together it's important that I mentioned Danica because there's a lot of us are watching Danica do platform platforming oh, right. <laughs> um, that was fine that was good uh, but it was cool that that stuff's in the game. Like yeah. I, I like jumping around in that. I kind of hate the platforming. Like I'm, I I've always it. hated the platforming in it Destiny. Sucks. I've like, never liked the motion, and I'm like, I'm yeah. the, I'm, but I, it, it goes back to uh, you know what you should play as is a hunter. It doesn't uh, hunter jumps. More? Hunter jumps just have like Castlevania style double jumps. So mm. all of those segments are super fun to like just hop around. I don't in. know. Mm. Like I would rather they? just like yeah. hop around. Like on my own, you know what I mean. Like I would, I'd rather just be like, oh, I'm here in like the farm. Let me just hop around. I guess here's let me, versus let me, like this is gonna be. You can't complete the mission unless you I do the series this of stupid 
fucking jumps. Hunters are, have triple jump also, which okay. helps because you can fuck up. And oh, like, let, oh, me, no. let me let me play a specific class to like make this one shitty part of the game a lot uh, better. No, so what I actually like about it is that the thing that Destiny has always been is like, oh, show up and shoot these guys. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that Destiny has always been is like, look at this pretty skybox. Yeah. And this like tilts a little bit closer to look at this pretty skybox because it's just like, oh, what's a cool like vignette that we can show you where like this huge like interlocking, uh, uh, you know, sea facility is like falling apart and like all, all the pipes hanging down and the, the weird tether is like flying off into the side and like I just want any sort of gameplay that lets me focus on that stuff a little bit between the rush of aliens that are yeah, blasting in the face. Yeah, that is a good point. It was definitely pretty cool going through that section. Like yeah. we were like, well, I don't know. It was like very interesting how they designed it like it looked very good yeah that's the the titan mission that we did on stream too patrick where it's like that that like hard techno comes in and all the thrall Mm -hmm. are like running towards you which is a really fucking cool moment um can we actually just a quick thing there yeah one thing they do really well in this game is giving each zone like a different stylistic character Oh, yeah. And the music is a huge part of that. Like, Ooh. Titan feels so New Doom-like yeah, in, in some ways. Yeah, I thought about like, that. Completely different soundtrack than what you're hearing in other parts of the game. And so, yeah. like, one thing I really do enjoy here is something Destiny really never successfully delivered on is the idea that it's supposed to be this, like, epic meeting and clash of, like, all these different sci-fi monsters and races. But they all felt a little bit interchangeable, and there yeah. wasn't a lot of differentiation. Now, both in terms of the zones you're fighting in, and then the way the different... Even the animations, the different way the factions move. Uh, the Fallen seem to have gotten a lot more, like, hunter-like in some ways. A lot more, yeah. you know, they, like, run on all evasive. fours and shit? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Have you seen them do this yet? What? They, like, the the Fallen, who are, like, the six-armed creatures, oh. will sometimes, like, run at you in all fours. Like, even, even, like, the captains, even the ones who, like, traditionally, like, oh, they walk on their uprights. Like, they're yeah. upstanding members of Fallen society. Like, nah, I'm a bug. And, like, they'll, like, Whoa. run at you and, like, stand up. I haven't up. seen that yet. And that stuff is really cool because it does bring a lot of character to what previously were, like, oh, this is a palette-swept elite from Halo. Like, and I, I'm happy to see more of that stuff. I do still wish, and I don't know, I haven't finished this game yet, but... I wanted, like, a completely new class of enemy type. And maybe we get that still. I don't fucking know. But that's, like, the one thing that's on my list. Is like, I like fighting the Thrall or the Hive. I like fighting the Fallen already. I like fighting the Vex. But, like, I fought them all for years now. And, like, it would be cool to have something new. Um, we'll see. I don't know. You know what else would be cool? What's that? Some kind of lore delivery device uh-huh. that can really flesh out the odd and strangely like lurid and fascinating backstory yeah but not a book a book would be too too convenient if it was like all in a book what if I could have them in something that uh, you know was interchangeable something I could carry around in my pot like playing cards what if I had, had like lore cards Rob interesting like it's sort of like an arcane scrapbook of knowledge almost like a grimoire um, like yes with each spell each card being a spell that would weave a tap Tapestry of deep lore of weird alien kings. And Boo! <laughs> you can hit the L2 button on exotics now and read a little bit. That's the thing but, you can do. But there's not enough of it. And I that, know. like, and, and look, I guess I know uh, I'm alone on this. You're I not know I'm that... on the phone with you. We both love lore. <laughs> okay, we're alone on this. Yes, thank yeah, you. We I are have alone not together. Hit L2 at all. I do not care about lore. L2 stands for some... more lore. <laughs> Just give me some cool guns so I can shoot some dudes. The guns are cool. Uh, the subclass stuff actually has a little bit of like lore card shit in it. Have you? Yeah, I mean, obviously you've unlocked some subclasses by now, Rob. 
obviously. Yeah. And, and when it, you go through that mission, there's like these like holograms that you see, and they drop what would have traditionally been the sorts of stories that you would find on the old lore cards if you it's downloaded. Very the everybody's app. gone to the rapture. <laughs> oh, it is uh, very. It of, is. You're you're sort of walking through like a hall of memories uh, for your for your faction, and you're seeing these like luminous and like statues of familiar characters talking to each other and like. Shedding a little light on their own backstories, or you know, the, again, the lore of Destiny, uh, and, and then you and shoot then, a bunch of people for like well, yeah, five minutes, which yeah. is what everybody got into the Rapture. That's what that was missing. Actually, that's the like, one thing that missed. Well, yeah, was a turret sequence at the end. <laughs> Fuck off, ghosts. Um, the one thing I will say right now that is like, so like checkmark, boom, story mode seems really cool. Like nice set pieces. Boom, like the design, the graphics are incredible, the beautiful visuals, like boom, I, it seems like there's a lot to do this time, which is nice. I don't have to repeat the same stuff. I unlock strikes. I'm excited to see what those are like now. Um, but there's like the the stuff around it in Destiny 1 was really cool. And I think some of that's still here. I think the farm is a really nice social <laughs> space. The same with like goofing around in the tower or those other social spaces, like hitting the ball or like jumping on yeah. the, the thing that makes you jump high. I do feel like we go there less though because you, like, I, I have found that I will pick up loot and then immediately start equipping it. Yeah. <laughs> Versus before it was like, okay, we're going to go to the tower and then that's when we're going to deal with all our shit. But now it's like, it's much different. I yeah. Think. I don't drop, we don't get as many Ingrams, at least right. in the first half of this Which game is good. or whatever. Yeah. I'm just like, oh yeah, here's a thing. Yeah. But I miss, I do miss like fucking around in the social space. Yeah. And then I think, all of the rest of the stuff around Destiny that was really successful at making it feel like a community is like a little tainted this time because Activision seems to have figured out that they can make lots of money that way. Um, and also like the marketing around it has been like shitty. I got an email. I got I have two different sports oh, Destiny emails already. Uh, two. I got two different ones. The first one is about Aaron Judge, uh, who is a, a, a baseball player. Is that right? Am I wrong about that? Sure, Aaron. Aaron, somebody. Uh, Aaron, but, write in if we've if we've mis mischaracterized <laughs> you. Uh, to be like, oh hey, he's he's got a, some fucking Destiny batting gloves on today. Like that's not gonna. Hmm. And then we got another thing in about a football. Oh, oh, Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown doing the the quote dance hall dance from Destiny as his first like scoring touchdown dance. Oh, what makes it what makes it worse is that we uh, got an email telling us about this Antonio Brown, who's a wide receiver for the yeah. uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, um, who uh, saying like, "Hey, like, here's this thing, which is fine. I get all sorts of bullshit all yeah, day. That's their PR, job. Pe PR people, PR it's people their are job. doing their, their. It is their job Absolutely. to send you to send you sludge, and it is your job to not do that sludge. Like you know, when you get like big boxes of like collector's edition, like maybe don't film an unboxing video and put that up if you didn't pay for it yourself. Just maybe don't do that. Um, but the th the worst thing about this Antonio Brown bit was that in a separate email thread oh about God. something else related to Destiny, yeah. when the thread had concluded, the PR person then responded and said, "Hey, have you seen this Antonio Brown thing?" I said, "Yes, I've seen the fucking Antonio Brown thing. <laughs> I already passed on your sludge." Well, it's and also. Oh, just hang on. That email yes. thread, though, where they were like, hey, have you seen this Antonio Bro uh, Brown thing? Was when they were well actuallying a story about the bullshit oh, shaders that, that Janine that. had written. Oh. And they were like, hey, you know, maybe Janine just didn't understand. It's like, no, we get it. Believe believe me. Like, we oh. understand how this, like, piece of shit works. And then they're like, cool, cool, cool. So have you seen this Antonio Brown clip? <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. So, the shaders thing, I want to get into that. Uh, you know, first, the dance hall thing. The thing that's fucked up to me about that is that, like, dance hall existed before Destiny 2. And so the notion of, like, oh, he's doing the dance hall dance from Destiny 2, <laughs> it, it upsets me deeply. Someone I talked to last week thought that Griffin McElroy invented dabbing. So I'm in a place with white people and not under, not that Antonio Brown is, is, is white, but like the Destiny 2 marketing team, you, he's, mm. I just like to say um, Austin's glasses are fogging a little bit. He's so steamed about I'm this. I'm very steamed. Oh, are they doing that cool anime thing where like the glasses become opaque and they sort of flash yes. to like Yeah, that's exactly motion. what it is. <laughs> Hell his, yeah. His nose also started bleeding. Oh, that's, that means something else. Okay. I don't understand <laughs> anime. Horny. <laughs> okay. I'm well, a, I don't know. Da- I mean, oh. Your nose Dance is bleeding, so if the uh, shoe fits. So the, the shaders thing, the shaders thing is also one of these examples of them not, but I don't know, I, it's not that they don't understand why how people play the game. They deeply now. understand how people play uh, the game. <laughs> yeah, they deeply do. The one thing that I'll say is that their model doesn't support the way in which I knew people who use shaders using shaders mm-hmm. anymore. Can we so, explain what yes. this is for So people? a shader, so <laughs> the thing that's frustrating is they're called shaders, even though inside of the world of video games, shader already means a different thing, but they're like color tints. You can tint mm-hmm. your armor to be like, oh, cool, like it all matches, even though it's like from three different things, now it's all like, you know, black and gold and I look like a fucking badass space you know knight or whatever um, and in Destiny 1 you would find these in the world very rarely or you could buy them from like a random box basically mm-hmm. using real money um, and most of them were you unlocked it and you had it forever and you could like change your armor out and like okay well now I'm gonna do this or what I would do often is just like how am I feeling today I don't know I'm feeling like like white and navy blue and a little orange like oh you know what today I'm, I'm thinking like this like pink and teal like oh cool that's my and it was today. a whole outfit yeah like, it yeah, all was totally. of a piece right yeah and I Everything felt like went through. I still had that outfit when I got a new piece of armor totally. most of the time like I would get new arms and they wouldn't be that different so right. having the shader I still felt like okay I still have my look that I kind of am maintaining totally well, and it was this cool. is who my character is it was cool as you changed out like pieces of equipment, how the shader would change because like, it's all paint by numbers. So different like components of each armor like will like adopt the coloration in yeah. different ways. Right. Like, and oh, that these, was another these really arms, nifty thing. Yeah. Right. These arms are the whole thing is is you know the main color one except for the elbows and the other side's yeah. like oh the elbows are the only thing that are blah blah blah. So now those shaders are consumable. When you get them, they drop in a pack that has three uses, <sighs> but you apply them per piece of gear. So it's not like oh my whole outfit gets it. And you have to pay Glimmer to apply them. Yep, which is like a weird faucet for in-game currency right? for, for not real currency, but in-game currency. Um, and then they're gone. And so if you change equipment. Your new equipment doesn't get that. You can't transfer that shader over. You can't, uh, you also, like, once you, um, you don't even have enough from a single shader to color your whole outfit. Right. You would need to get a second drop of the same shader well, type. Here's what I find extra objectionable they're consumable, but it's not like you apply a shader and then it's bound to an item. Every time you change your mind, 
Like, right. I it put a un- shader right. on my pants, and then I was like, let's see how this other one looks. And I put a different shader on. And then I was like, yeah, I prefer the first one. I go Gone. back to the first one. It's, yeah, I had spent, like, to reapply it, I had yeah. burned through another version of it. I will so, say, I do think there is a preview button for it. There is, but, but it's different. Still, I want to see it, it is, when I'm sitting yes, next to my absolutely. owl friend on the farm, Abby. Right. That's what, I'm trying to get a good look to, like, oh, poke God, my his owl. nose is bleeding it's again. It's a falcon. It's a falcon. <laughs> no, there's an owl in the farm. Yeah, we, we found, found an owl. Yeah, Is it in the barn? It's inside. It's, like, on a pipe of a Of course. And... It's, so all that's frustrating. I've had people say, well, how is that a problem in terms of, like, the economics, in terms of it being, like, a, a cash grab? Um, so you can buy the same sorts of engrams that provide shaders from, like, the Eververse, which is their, like, paid DLC shop. Uh, and the important distinction, like, this is so important to understand how, to, how this is distinct from Overwatch, uh, from Guild Wars 2, from other games that have had shaders or, or aesthetic purchasable options. Like, this is what it comes down to. In those games, in Overwatch, there's a point at which you can reach a state where you're like, I'm done buying boxes. I have the fairest skin I want. I have the cool emote I want. I'm happy just getting the ones I get from leveling up going forward. Because there is a sink here that removes stuff from the game, sinks and faucets are like a game design term. A faucet introduces something new into the game, a sink pulls it out, right? A drain pulls it out. And so because you're losing it, you will never reach that state where you're like, I'm good, I have everything I want, unless you just dye all of your stuff the one color you want it to be. If you're the sort of player who's like, I just want to apply this one tint to what to this armor, and I'm never changing the armor. Which doesn't make sense for Destiny. You change it all, all the, time. the time. All the time. Even in the end game. Like, yes. Because you're like, okay, I need to actually change my gear to match. It's so like it, multiple times in a play session you change totally, it. Totally, totally. And yeah. so, not only does it not support the, the old system that is like, I want to look like this today and like that tomorrow, or this armor actually just looks better with blah, blah, blah. I want to see different stuff. But it literally means that there was always uh, the, the the period of time for which you were willing to, or a person who wants to put money into a game, is uh, willing to put money into a game before they cap out and get everything they want, is way longer. Uh, and that, to me, makes it a little bit more exploitative and, and is, to me, like v- very frustrating for what had previously been such a cool system that seemed to understand that despite being a game about shooting people in skyboxes, it was also a game about expression. It was also a game about having pride in the character that you designed and that was like, you're, oh, this is me. This is me and I'm the one with the red armor. And like, now you're the one with the red armor and also like 20 bucks of DLC that you had to put in to maybe get another red armor drop or like in the, in the, 20 in the more hours of whatever. Yeah. Right, yeah. The, and that's, I think, what like the double down that uh, Luke Smith, uh, who I guess disclosure I've known and worked with in, in the past, yep. uh, who was a creative director on Destiny 2, his explanation on Twitter like rang really hollow. Like it was meant to sort of like, you know, there was a series of four tweets that was like, yeah. here's why we did what we did, here's why we think it fits into the yeah. larger systems and player habits of Destiny. And the, I think the one that really grated on people was the explanation that you're going to get a lot of drops, so, like, you're not going to be want for drops, which is, that's, like, that's not how drops work. Like, nope. maybe you're the person that doesn't get that, and that sucks. Um, and then also was that specific shaders are going to be attached to specific places. And so the idea was, like, I'm going to be excited to do this strike because I get these shaders from this strike which is shitty. Like, that's a bad association to make. Like, no one in their right mind I gotta is going to say... I got to grind the strike, I guess. Right. Like, I gotta, I, I'm psyched to grind 
the strike to get this color drop? Well, like, like that's once it's rad. Like the that that's good first thought, which is, oh man, I got the shader from here, and now it's mine forever. Mm -hmm. That would feel dope. Like if we did some cool strike where we went deep into the the underbelly of Titan's weird arcology, and we came out with like a cool shader that looked like the, the ocean there that has like that blue yes. glow, and you got to keep it forever. Then you'd be like, oh yeah, I earned this. Right, especially because I feel like there's so few items in Destiny right. that are that permanent. Yes, you know, even exactly guns right. and stuff like it's I have very few guns that I keep for very long right there are some that I will like continue to infuse but even those it's it's unlikely it's it's actually a really interesting thing to think about what is permanent in yeah. destiny and it's like emblems emotes ships right. it's the stuff that has always been this aesthetic layer on top of all of the mechanical stuff that you switch in and out whenever you need to and so to make this aesthetic thing not permanent in that way or or you know it's permanent if you never change it again but that's just not how people use that right. system it feels like a huge mistake understanding of what happens there, but also an understanding that people like doing it and a way for them to get paid. And it's very frustrating. Like, you know, Luke Smith probably didn't fucking make that decision to, to do all of this. That probably didn't come down to Luke Smith. But like, it's hard for me to forget how Luke Smith r rallied against fucking horse armor a decade ago as being an exploitative shitty thing that preyed <laughs> on people who wanted to get yeah. aesthetic things. Like, this is the same dude. And so... I get that it's, you know, it's his job to get out there and defend that position, but, like, this is me, like, holding his feet to the fire a little bit and holding that team's feet to the fire a little bit. This isn't something that they can't change or they can't find a better solution for. And and also, like, the world is on fire right now, so it's, I feel <laughs> shitty getting, like, heated up over some fucking shit. No, shaders. but it's, like, it's, a, it's, it, it's not a, it's not a free-to-play game, right? right. Like, yeah. they're, they're, they're $60. Thing, yeah, like, they're charging a lot of money for the game and a season pass, and then on top of that are exploiting one of the longer-term reasons that people play and mess yeah. around with this game Absolutely. in a way that I think... That, that's the thing that rubs people is like, really? Like, I've already given you a ton of money and you're going to fuck with me on this without like a discernible benefit that helps me as the player. And I think that's the sort of ire that the, the best solution they can do is to just shut this down and turn it back to the old system. My guess is Activision Blizzard likes to make money. They look to things like Overwatch right. and games that have long-term monetization systems. There is a way to do long-term monetization in Destiny that people maybe... Uh, uh, don't feel great about but doesn't feel exploitative and right. that's the line you have to follow is, is finding a way that you may be upset that like the system exists but if it, if you don't feel exploited as a player then that's just a business reality and they like they even, didn't they even got go. close before which is in Destiny 1 they had the chroma shaders which were consumable but those did not replace traditional shaders like right. regular and so if they wanted to do this thing that was like a consumable thing that you could buy and that you could get through the real money marketplace they should have added a new thing maybe yep. make like the the emotes that are like you draw shit in neon are really cool and you can only get those through that right. i'm fine with that but like it's that pivot away from a system that worked already and that people were familiar with that really feels like not like a betrayal well, but just like a fucking big misstep yeah huh okay rob just, quickly we have to go soon but go ahead yeah no and just like it is it does feel weird and petty to be complaining about the stuff when when there's such important uh, when there's such important events in the world, so many tragedies in the world, but like yep. at the same time, it, sometimes like it's the little injustices that like they're so needless, right? There's, there's this yeah. there's this line in um, a book by Richard Russo uh, called Straight Man, and it's basically he says like you know when when hard things can't get done, you know that's too bad, but when easy things can't get done and there's no good reason. It's it's more than too bad. It it just makes everything seem deep down mean and petty. 
Right. Uh, and that's kind of like it's these, the small injustices, I think, tend to nag in, in a certain way because those are just these needless ways that things kind of screw with your experience. Right. They, they just kind of like mess with your day, mess, mess with your enjoyment for, for no, no important reason at all, just because they can. Yeah. All right. On that note about not having any enjoyment in our lives, uh, <laughs> uh, briefly shout outs to people who are who've been affected by any of like the big bad shit happening yeah. in the world right now. Obviously, I'm an or American, is coming or that's what I'm, yeah. yeah. So so Irma is on its way. If you're affected by Harvey, if you're affected by the the rescind uh, the rescinding of DACA, like there's a lot out there right now that fucking sucks, and that's all just American shit. So uh, keep your heads up. Like I hope you get some enjoyment out of us moaning about fucking destiny. <laughs> I hope we can offer a little bit of that. We'll be back on Monday with more, uh, more moaning, probably a little bit more destiny, some other stuff too. I wanted to shit, shit talk the the South Park thing, but we didn't have time. I know it's bad. It's bad. I'll, I'll get into it on Monday for why that go South Park thing is bad. Go go read Evan uh, Narcisse's uh, tweets about yes. it. That he is on point with uh, how you should feel about. Uh, a joke that may made you laugh at first, but then you should realize that they don't have the credibility to pull it off. Nope. And uh, don't make jokes uh, exploiting people of color. <laughs> I'm Austin Walker. You can find me on Twitter at Austin underscore Walker. Patrick, where can people find you? I'm at Patrick Lovick. Also, the Life is Strange prequel was pretty good, like better than it should have been. We'll talk about it next week. <laughs> Rob Zachney, where can people find you? Uh, I'm in the last city unless I haven't been logged out. Okay, great. Abby Russell. Yes. Where, Where can they can find me? Find at you? on Twitter at Y B B A A A B B Y. Super simple, real easy. Follow me back. <laughs> it's Abby backwards and then forward. Yeah, with an A in the middle. Two A one, one a. Y, two B's, three A's, two B's, one Y. Oh, Wait, real three A's? A's. Three A's. Wait, is it three A's? It's three A's. I didn't know. Oh, that. Bahama Mama. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, you can find everything we do here at Waypoint at waypoint.vice.com, at twitter.com slash waypoint, facebook.com slash waypointvice, youtube.com slash waypointvice. Patrick and I also did a stream of the first few hours of destiny you can find that over at twitch.tv slash waypoint shout outs also to our our for now podcast producer rob schulte uh schulte did it right that time Nailed it. where can people find you on the internet rob rob k schulte that's it rob k schulte on, on twitter i should also say you can find me at giant bomb What's i'm not the, sure I if i said that, that. giantbomb.com it's a what very is? good journalism website everyone should check oh, it out oh it's a journalism mm-hmm. website okay we report on uh <laughs> games news patrick that's a deep real laugh uh all right check that out too until then uh danielle isn't here so so rob do you want to say danielle's farewell sign line uh sure peace that's mine. It's not hers. <laughs> be good Grimoire at- cards. <laughs> okay. Be good and be good at it. Peace. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.